You're listening to Relocation, a podcast about people, places and ideas and how location connects the three. I'm Evan Wallace. Thanks for listening. Over the last week, I've been in Burke, New South Wales. It's been tough going. I've found this part of the world incredibly confronting and it's definitely challenged my assumptions about Australia. In Burke, I wanted to find a town that challenges the stereotypes. Sadly, the reality for many residents here is full of hardship and adversity. The legacy of dispossession, dislocation and subjugation of the Aboriginal community is very visible. Walking around town, most people didn't want to chat, and I respected that. I really didn't think it would be possible to profile Burke for the podcast. But that was until I ran into Albert Peter, a Ni Vanuatu minister working for the Adventist Church in Burke. I met Albert at the launch of a new secondhand store and meeting place, the Treasure Trove. Albert is an absolute gem. He's been in Burke for the last two years, and he's brought a pair of fresh eyes where he's been able to find positives in a fairly grim setting. He told me about how he ended up in Burke, the philosophy that he takes to supporting residents, and where his faith has taken him. It's a really interesting conversation, and I think Albert provides a very fair portrayal of Burke. Lots of people out and about in Burke. I was here, um, I've been here over the last week and I was walking around town yesterday on Sunday and it was a very sleepy day and today is a, a huge contrast. There's a lot of celebration, there's a lot of excitement. Tell me about where we're standing at the moment and uh, what's been happening today. Yes, uh, right now we're standing in uh, in this uh, in this uh, property, it's called uh, Dresser Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a second-hand shop and we... It, it used to be a old uh, cafe, and uh, we bought this uh, premise and been renovating for nearly 12 months. Mm-hmm. And today we're celebrating the opening. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great blessing to interact with the community, and that's what the purpose of this shop is all about, to yeah. help out in every way we can and connect with people. So it's been in the works for, for 12 months. T- tell me a little bit about some of the... Um, tell me about some more of the goals and more of the ideas behind why you wanted to get the treasure trove up and running here in Burke. Well, um, we um, the main idea is um, we want to uh, we believe in community service um, as a church. Um, I work for the Seventh Day Adventist Church, and uh, we see an opportunity uh, in Burke that uh, do help out in any way. So. That's why we come up with the idea of renovating, putting it everything together, and get uh, second-hand furnitures and anything electrical, anything second-hand. We can sell it at a very reasonable cost for people to can afford and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm. Um, a lot of listeners for this podcast won't be all that familiar with Burke. Burke's only a a small city of 2,000 people. And I'm just wondering for everyone out there who might not be from Australia who's listening in, how you would describe Burke as a a place? Well, Burke is is very um, remote place. Uh, It's eight, nine hours drive away from the coast. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's a beautiful town. And I meet a lot of people who were born here, raised here, and been living here all their life. And I'm just living here for two years now. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of enjoy it. It's a very different uh, environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very community-based. People know each other. And 
um, El Bitada, which is um, the community spirit is in here. And, uh, and yeah, you're surrounded with rivers and nature. It's just a beautiful place to be. The nature is really incredible. I mean, I've loved the time that I've spent here, being able to get into the Turali National Park, Andabuka National Park, and then having also the Darling River, which flows through the city. I think it's really, really special. Tell me, you said that you've been here for, for two years in, in Burke. Whereabouts were you before you were in Burke? Well, uh, I'm from Vanuatu, and um, I I came to Australia uh, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And before Burke, my first mission in Australia, I was serving in Moolumba, mm-hmm. uh, and then to Newcastle, mm-hmm. and then um, moved to Lightning Ridge, mm-hmm. and then last year and this year I'm now in Burke. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Yes, my work involves more in mission work mm-hmm. and um, to be where God wants me to be mm-hmm. is the best place to be and wherever he calls me, I'm happy to go. So yeah, I'm loving it so far. That's wonderful. Tell me a little bit more about your work and, and what keeps you busy on a, on a daily basis here in Burke. So I, um, my work is uh, connecting more and interacting with the community, mm-hmm. um, helping them uh, with a spiritual connection with God, uh, there's a lot of uh, people who who I need uh, and need uh, someone to help them walk that path of um, of increasing their faith, and that is where I come in uh, to help people, uh, seeing that um, there's a lot of opportunities when we think beyond. Uh, and seeing God in His beauty, mm. when we discover the Word of God, mm-hmm. and um, and and this hope, uh, it's also a, a means of connection in a way that we can also connect with the community, and we call it a treasure trove, and it's a place where people can come and we experience and enjoy the treasures of life, mm. uh, physically and spiritually, yeah. together. I think that's a really, really beautiful concept, and I really, really hope that it goes that it goes well. Um, one thing that I've seen in Burke is that you have a whole range of different experiences and and and, and a whole scale of um, of wealth that exists within the city. Um, and I think I've been here for for a week, and, and and you've been here for for two years, so you've seen a lot of it, a lot more of it than than me. Um, but one thing that has really struck me about Burke is that there are people who are, are doing it in, incredibly tough. Um, uh, you see, um, I've seen a level of, of poverty in an Australian context that um, I really haven't spent that amount of time with before. Um, and I'm wondering in, in your work, which is about really um, um, bringing people together and, and, and connecting them with, with God and connecting them with a the faith, how... Um, how do you go about supporting and, and working with people who have had incredibly challenging experiences in, in their lives and are really doing it very, very tough on a day-to-day basis? Well, um, people um, pe- people are in need. Mm. Um, so with the, with the way we, we operate as a Christian or missionaries, like the work I'm doing here is... Uh, following the method of Christ. Mm. He attend to people's physical needs first before he attend to the spiritual need. Mm-hmm. 
So there's poverty here in in Buck. Uh, people they they need help, mm. and uh, and as you can see this morning, we're just hoping people are running away happy with baby beds and baby chairs and beds and 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 furnitures and and we're selling them at cheaper cost uh, because people here can afford um, paying second-hand goods from the coast and delivering it here is another cost. Mm -hmm. So we bring all this here uh, together and make it convenient for people and uh, and that's where the connection begins. Mm -hmm. And then people will be more looking to find out more about life and, and look more deeper into the spiritual connection and that's when um, we do what we can do mm -hmm. and then God will do the rest yeah mm. one thing that also stands out about Burke is that there are definitely um, there's definite divide between um, uh, white um, uh, residents of Burke and the Aboriginal community that's here what's it like for you coming in as a Nivanuatu man into um, uh, into Burke how how have you found people's response to you to generally be? Yes, so, um, well, being from Vanuatu and being um, a colored person is also with the indigenous, uh, it, 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 it makes a difference, but they still know that I am from a different um, culture as well. Mm -hmm. So what I find effective is uh, building connection and mm -hmm. friendship. Uh, and when I start building connection and friendship, then he hope they they, are, they they can be able to open up mm -hmm. and to to know more about you as well. And and I find that very helpful. Mm -hmm. So I think people uh, are looking for connection and attention. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I be there with them in times of pain, in times of uh, loss, in funerals or. I just show up and being there for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that makes a big impact yeah. on, uh, on how we can interact with more of the indigenous people. That's the voice of Albert Peter. You're listening to Relocation. We've been talking about Albert's experiences in Burke. I like that Albert doesn't try to sugarcoat the challenges that Burke residents are facing, but is still driven by a hopefulness. Albert also brings an incredible worldliness to his experiences in Burke. And in the second half of the interview, we reflect on how his time in Burke is shaped by his experiences in Vanuatu and Mongolia. At a, at a personal level, were you always keen to come to Australia to work? Was that something which you were always hoping that you would um, be able to, to experience? Yes, so back home from Vanuatu, I, um, I'm, I, I have a very successful tourism business. Mm -hmm. I come from a small island uh, it's called Lelepa Island, mm -hmm. and uh, it's 30 minutes drive away from town. Mm -hmm. uh, we take tourists to the island, snorkeling, barbecue lunch, uh, visit the uh, village, uh, and historical sites, mm -hmm. World War II relics, and also I do visiting charters as well. Mm -hmm. So as much as I have passion, very passionate about tourism, mm -hmm. I'm also passionate about ministry. That's an interesting. It's an interesting balancing act, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, so in Vanuatu, when I was running my business, I was also doing outreach ministry as well yep. in in all communities, and and uh, I was very passionate in in going doing mission work overseas, 
Uh, I've been to a few places. I've been to South Africa uh, and Mon as far as Mongolia, mm -hmm. doing mission work mm -hmm. in the Kobe Desert. Mm -hmm. um, and and then seven years ago, I came to Australia and now doing mission work in Australia, uh, which is uh, very enjoying and uh, loving uh, meeting people from different places, different backgrounds and seeing people giving their heart to God is just an amazing experience. Wow. You've traveled to so many places. How, how was it in Mongolia? Well, Mongolia is a very interesting place. Uh, when we, when I went through China, uh, Beijing, I mean Singapore, Beijing, and then to Mongolia, when yeah. we touched down in Mongolia, I thought I was on a different planet. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different place altogether. I've never experienced before. It's like a city in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So we arrive in, in the Kobe Desert, yeah. I mean in Mongo in Ulaanbaatar, which is the capital city. Mm -hmm. But then we drove for three days and two nights through the desert, Kobe Desert, to the Kobe Altai. Wow. It's right on the border of Mongolia and Russia. Mm -hmm. So that's where we do uh, three weeks evangelistic uh, meetings. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I first arrived in Mongolia, people were looking at me and like, you know, teasing each other and saying, look, look at this man, because I think they've never seen a black man before in the yeah. Kobe Desert. Yeah. And, uh, and I was a bit scared. But uh, after a few days, um, getting to know people, the kids, they want to come and feel my skin mm -hmm. as a dark person. And, um, and every kid just love me. Yeah. And they, they would bring their camels and I would ride on the camels and the kids were all running after me like a king yeah and now was it was a very good experience and sadly when we leave all the kids were crying oh, I and, I, and i and that. i cried as well did you pick up much of the language there i hear mongolians a very challenging one yes i pick up some language so uh, in mongolia if you say uh, good morning you say san but no thank you very much is viral uh, tla mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so um yeah, I pick up a few languages and I would like to go back to Mongolia one day, but I would like to learn the language. So when I go there to outreach and evangelism, people in Mongolia would be more uh, interesting to see a black man preaching on speaking on the original language. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's one thing I would like to do in the future. I have two more questions because I know it's a, I know it's a busy day. Um, Going to so many different places, so from Vanuatu to Mongolia and, and, and here in Australia, it's a, it's a lot of change. A lot of people who are from the larger cities, at least in the Australian context, they're very, very content just to stay in one place. But for you, um, you move around a lot. How do you go adapting to that change and to that movement? Um, well, it's very challenging, um, but um, as I said, passionate about ministry is also trusting in God. Mm -hmm. Because he says in Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20, Jesus says, Go in all the world, teaching all nations, and baptize them, and lo, I am with you. Mm -hmm. So when, we, when you step out from your comfort zone to go on a mission experience, it's an it's a issue of life and death. Mm -hmm. But... Jesus says, I am with you. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the many experiences of all the missionaries who, who have been murdered and some have been uh, died or lose their lives on shipwrecks and many different ways, plane crashes, and it doesn't matter because God will still save everyone the same way mm -hmm. because he's the author of life and he promised that 
whoever loses his life for my sake will have life. Mm -hmm. So being in that experiencing uh, in mission of our God um, before miracles and so far we've seen a lot of experiences mm -hmm. when we step out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. We experience God more. Mm -hmm. I love that perspective. And then finally seeing that this podcast um, looks at different looks at different cities and uh, on this edition you've really given me some great background into to your insights into Burke. Tell me you've talked about the nature, you've talked about the community. Um, but if you really had to sort of dig deep and think about what is it that you most appreciate about Burke as a place, what would it be? Well, what I appreciate about Burke, it is because um, because of the indigenous people who live in, in, in Burke. I've been to Australia few, many times and a few places. Never been in a community with a small of the indigenous where in one of my passion, I'd like to be where the indigenous people are mm -hmm. and to be here where the indigenous people are and, and, and live with them and mm -hmm. be with them. It's, uh, it's just an experience and, and, and a blessing on how you can live with them and then identify to their needs. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and not only that, but also Berg is a very multicultural place as well. Um, and one thing that uh, I love about Berg is that um, is is uh, there's no there's no shopping mall, mm. and uh, there's only one shop, mm -hmm. and uh, and and you save a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You don't need much to buy because what can you buy? There's nothing to buy. Mm. So yeah, Berg is a very beautiful town to live. So um, if anyone looking for a place to to live, I would encourage you. Just pack up your stuff, come to Berk, very friendly people, community-based. Many people, when I first came into Berk, people said that Berk is one of the uh, most um, crime uh, community in Australia. Mm. But when I live here, I don't find that to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Live here in two years now, no one robbed our house. Everything is just fine like any normal city. So, yeah. Bake is paradise. Come to Burke. Mm -hmm. Albert, thank you so, so much for chatting with me. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you. And uh, yes, we'll look forward to see you again in the future. Absolutely. You've been listening to Relocation. On this edition, I talked with Albert Peter about life in Burke. I'm Evan Wallace, and I'll see you somewhere in the world next time.